East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. (laughs) I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth, and she'll be joining us sometime (laughs) throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for a weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Linda's on crack today. Yeah, no, when when you're holding your iPad yeah. out of, in the corner <laughs> and just standing it on the table and it's sliding. <laughs> Baby's in the corner anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, man. They put me up against the wall so that way I can actually sit close to my mic. Yeah. I <laughs> seem to be working. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> She can't move. I considered doing it closer. Like yesterday I was researching in here and Jonathan was at his computer. He's like, I think you can move your table closer to the wall. I was like, no, I need to get Linda into the chair and then shove the table. <laughs> her. I was like, so we're not doing that today. <laughs> so today. Oh, yeah. Is me. Yeah. Oh, yes. no. And like, I know, okay, Linda was like, you failed at spoopy season and blah, 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 blah. But she I'm did. making up for it today. She did. Okay. I'm doing spoopy. spoopy. All right. And it's crazy. Oh, no. So, Are you going gonna to hyperventilate like she did last time? Um, oh. Probably. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, you got to guess where we're going. Can you see my laptop? Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> okay, cool. It's got a big glare in it. Um, Good. I'm going to say... I'm feeling south. Ooh. I'm sending you vibes. North Carolina? Nope. Oh, southern? It is south. South Carolina? Nope. Georgia. Swamp ass Georgia, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like going down. I'm like, okay, let's go down the east coast. If we had our map, listen, it is currently in our possession. It was just not. That's not in our possession. Our mother has it because her uncle who listens like a very dedicated little creeper. Thank you, uncle. Creeper as in our uncle. <laughs> no, I meant I mean, like our creeps. <laughs> yes. The East Coast creeps. Sorry, my B. <laughs> so he like, he did get us a map. I think he made, he made it, right? He printed it? I believe so. Yeah. So. We adore you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It is, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's within grasp. <laughs> it's just not here. It, that wouldn't even help me anyway. You could have thrown a dart. <laughs> oh, man. No, because Jonathan just patched one hole we don't need to make. We got to get everything else for our dartboard. <laughs> dartboard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. So, we are going to Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I wanted to go on vacation over there. You're not going to want to after I tell and you all I about saw, this. And then I saw, no, I started reading about some spooky stuff. And then I oh, was like, Oh, this bitch probably oh. knows about my spooky stuff. No, I didn't no, go I that. Didn't. I was just like, oh, there's ghosts there. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> you, we go to Gettysburg all the time. There's ghosts there. This I, I know, true. but I'm not sleeping at Gettysburg. Oh, okay. that's a lie. lie. That's a okay. lie. 
Uh-huh. Literally, okay, that's my bad. Okay, but I should say that I do have a client that has a place down in Savannah, Georgia, and she has offered on multiple occasions for, like, yes. she was like, dude, just say the word and we'll go down. We'll, like, we'll, we'll weekend trip it. I was like, do Please. not tempt me because Please. I will. Yeah. So she's she's all game. What? She's oh so God. ready for it. I am ready. Okay. So like I felt like doing this would deter me, but it has just made me want to go with that one. <laughs> you guys are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are literally just going to Savannah, Georgia, because apparently it is one of the most haunted cities. She said time out. <laughs> My headphones cut out. Bitches. Yes. What was I saying? I'm so sorry. Gentlemen. My headphones cut out. I couldn't Behold. hear Behold. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. I don't know why. I no. just love them in general. Okay, yeah. So we're going to Savannah, Georgia. And we're not like, it's not one specific place within Savannah. Well, I guess technically it is. So we're going it's to Savannah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But we're going to um, right Square. W-R-I-G-H-T and then square. Oh, I was like, you spelled right wrong. But <laughs> no, I didn't. I spelled right, right. 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 <laughs> We're going to get into a little bit of history about right square. And then, like, the way that I'm doing this is, like, I'm telling you the story. Then uh, what? Whatever. You guys will figure it out. Uh, like you always do? Yes. But no, it's going to be a little bit different because there's so many different things that I'm going to be talking about. Okay. Okay. And just... Telling you I might fall asleep. No, you won't. <laughs> Trust okay. me, you All won't. Because right. we, we jump right into it. it. <laughs> I'll knock you out. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, I still don't feel good. So, like, yeah, Leslie's got like the <laughs> seasonal sniffles, but like, it's viral. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what it is. Yeah. It's not the vid. That's all we know. <laughs> yeah. Or the flu. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Wright Square was established in 1733 by British General James Oglethorpe, and he would become, oh, and he, and this would become the capital of the British colony of Georgia in 1751. Wright Square is located between Bull Street, York, and State Street. It was originally called Percival Square, and then they changed it to Wright because the last <clears throat> royal governor of Georgia was, um, his last name was Wright. So they just named it after him. And it is the oldest square in Savannah, Georgia. It is commonly called Courthouse Square because it held the courthouse. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> the present yellow brick courthouse is on the east side. And it was designed, I don't, is that the East? I don't know. I'm just, throwing, I'm just throwing thumbs. It's Do you want me to, to put me? the compass on my phone so I can hold it up for you? No. It's backwards anyway. <laughs> so the courthouse <laughs> is on the East side, and that was designed by William, William Gibbons Preston. And it was renovated in 92, 1992, to make it bigger for more county offices. So, in the 17 to 1800s, Wright Square was the site of the courthouse, the gallows, and the cemetery. The gallows. So, you did your courtness. 
you took them to the gallows, I was and then say, you buried them all within the same square. <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> you like basically, yeah. Them. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, right square also had the first white burial ground. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah. At the southwest corner of the square, extending underneath some of the buildings, where the bodies. Or put to rest, but not all of them are at rest, as we are soon going to find out. And something that you will notice is there's a very common theme with all of this shenanigans. They're dead. Yes, they are dead. (laughs) (laughs) They are dead, but so when they did a lot of the reconstruction around Wright Square, they kind of just built buildings and roads on top of the original cemetery don't they know that's a no-no and they claimed that they moved the bodies but it has been found out from the building of buildings that those bodies are underneath of these buildings they are finding skeletons and graves underneath of the buildings and a lot of people just are leaving them because they don't want to disturb the grave they're already disturbing the grave Mm -hmm. but you about to find out um, So wait, how do you move a grave without disturbing the soul that's in it? You pray on it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering. Yeah. So that's a mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Stupid. (laughs) Okay. Ain't touching nothing. (laughs) So the first person we are going to talk about is he is a Native American chieftain. His name is Tamo Chichi. <laughs> I know when I first so when I first no no no. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, when I first heard it, I one was about I, to sneeze. One, I thought of Chichi's, like the restaurant, right? And then two, I was just like, my mom says Chichi's a lot. Hmm. Dang, <laughs> dang Mexican mama. <laughs> so the square is a site is his burial site. He was the leader of a Native American nation, but he was also very good friends with James Oglethorpe, the original settler of Savannah. He assisted him in founding the colony. He helped him build relationships with the Native Americans that were there. So we're just going to jump right into it. October 5th, 1739, he died. Oh, Tamachichi passed away after suffering from a serious illness when... Fair enough. Yeah. What year was it? 1739. Okay. hmm I know. They probably got him sick. Yeah, we ain't talking about the white people fucking everything up. But you know, yeah. What? Happy Indigenous Day. Yeah, I know. Yo, that let me a, tell you... What, a couple weeks ago? I got into it with this old lady about Happy Indigenous Day because she was like, they're trying... Oh. Anyway, Linda's making faces. I'm not allowed to talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Oglethorpe learned of Tomachichi's death, and he returned from a diplomatic trip to come do his funeral because it was discussed earlier on between the two of them that Tomachichi wanted to have to be buried in the cemetery with all of the settlers. Is oh. it is it tall? Yeah. What's up, babe? 
Breakfast? Are you getting us breakfast? We Huh? Oh, they bought So let me tell you something about my fiance <laughs> and my sister. Without me. I wore it here so that way you would know to put it on today. Yes. Uh, Jonathan, who is my fiance, <laughs> Linda, who is my sister, we went out shopping yesterday and I come over to the section that they're in and they're waving around their matching flannels <laughs> and I caused a scene in the middle of the store <laughs> screaming about. You were at Kohl's, weren't you? No, no, no. We, we were at Marshall's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I caused a scene. I was like, you won't even coordinate outfits with me, but you get matching shirts with my sister. And I'm in the middle, and they're both just like, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm making a scene. Oh my God. <laughs> well, because we both, we were both like looking through the stuff, and we're like, ooh, flannels. And then I was like, oh, what if we got matching flannels? And then I was like, and then he was like, I mean, if you find one that we both like. And so then I picked one up and then he picked one up in his size and I picked one up in the size that I wanted. And then we we're like, ah, yes, <laughs> matching flannels. And then we're just like, dun, 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 dun. so then we start looking through to see what ones we would like. Did you get one for your daughter too? She has a matching one with me, but it's not this one. Mm. Can you turn my headphones down? You were really loud. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> because I'm close to the mic now. I know. No, Congratulations. It's my head sensitive. Can we help you, babe? He just, okay. So anyway, <laughs> so Tomachichi passed away and Oglethorpe heard about it. He Came wanted back. to be buried in the cemetery with all the settlers. So Oglethorpe <laughs> held a military funeral for him to honor him because, I mean, he's the chieftain of the indigenous people. So it, it makes sense. Right. He has that high honor among his people anyway. He was buried in Wright Square and his grave was marked by a pyramid of stones. So they made a pyramid of stones because that's what the uh, their tribe did. 144 years later. In 1883, the mound of stones at the center of Wright Square was removed. Why? And the William Washington Gordon Monument was erected by the Central Georgia Railroad. Oh, they did a bed. Right on top of his grave. That's horrible. Yep. Wait, they built the railroad on top of the no, grave? No, they built the monument, oh, the monument. right oh, on God. top of his grave. <laughs> Which I mean I isn't like, any better. <laughs> and I'm sorry, my brain is just not processing anything anymore. So, uh, Gordon's own widow was like, no, 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 don't do this. Like, she thought it was a huge insult to Tomochichi. She was like, why are you doing this? So, Gordon's daughter in law, Nellie Gordon, later advocated to have a monument erected for Tamachichi. So they did, in 1899, make a monument. It is a granite boulder. I Some places said it fell off of a mountain. I don't know what mountains are on Georgia. But they said it, like, fell. Appalachian. Doesn't it go all the way down there? Uh, not near Savannah. No. Appalachian. Appalachian. Appalachian Famine. people. Nope. What? Did she call us feral? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> anyway, so they got a granite boulder and it was shaped like a pyramid. 
So they put that in right square. It's dedicated to him. It's got a plaque on it. And it's supposed to be commemorating him. Damage is already done. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) I mean, you don't go disturbing people's graves, okay? Just don't do it. Don't do it. I laid flowers at them. I didn't disturb them. Okay? So, apparently, his ghost still resides here. This is, like, the only real thing that I could... Like, I'm starting out with, like, the simple one. It's extremely simple. Because, like... If you visit his monument... And you run around the monument three times saying his name. His ghost is supposed to appear. So I feel like this is kind of like a Bloody Mary thing when you're like, you're in the mirror. First of all, at night, I can't stare at the mirror because in my head, I subconsciously start saying Bloody Mary like an idiot. And then I scare myself. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So... He's supposed to appear, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really find too many things, like, saying that he has appeared to people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that was just... Is it so he's not mean? Not that I know of. Like, none of the activity that is happening that's malicious around the area is connected with him. Okay. That's all like a lot of the... So if I go down there and I do this, then I'm probably not going to die. You're not going to get fucking tomahawk to the head? Yeah. Okay. As as long as I know that, I'm okay. Let's go. You'll probably get hit by a car. <laughs> Running around like an idiot. <laughs> it's in the square, though. So it's it's like in the cemetery. It's on the grass. Like, it, there, no. it's in a plot of land. You'll, you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> when I... <laughs> I, ju- I think of the square up in Gettysburg and yeah. how the traffic goes around the yeah, square. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you pictures. Okay. It, it's like a square plot of land, and then on the outskirts of it, there's, like, road, and then outside of that are more buildings. <laughs> so it is kind of like the square in Gettysburg, but the square is, the circle is a square, and it's more land. Okay. So it's like a little park in the middle. Oh, yeah, that's gotcha. what I was thinking. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word. So not park a no it's it's not a roundabout it's an actual plot of garden <laughs> Fair enough. this is one of my favorites i love this but i don't at the same time okay because she reminds me of me it will get there so we are going to talk about the ghost and the person alice riley r-i-l-e-y Oh, that's how I was going to spell it. Okay. Hey, your brown pen looks like my shirt. Oh, get out of here. And the blue. It's navy. E. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was subconscious. I'm sorry. We'll post pictures of them. We're going pumpkin patching later. Stupid. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, in December of 1733... Alice Riley and her husband, Richard White, decide, well, okay, they didn't really decide. They travel to America from Ireland. And if y'all know what's going on in Ireland at this time, there's a whole bunch of shit. The prosecution of persecution of the Irish Catholics by the Protestants. So they're coming over. Anyway, what? Nothing. I'm just <laughs> nodding. She's so, agreeing with you. So they come over to America and they got a real rough trip. Everyone is starving. Everyone's famished. There was just really rough seas. And upon their arrival to Georgia, Alice and Richard were indentured, were 
their indentured servitude was purchased by a man. His name is William Wise. He owned a cattle farm in Hutching, in Hutchinson, Hutchinson Island. Oh my Jesus. I can't words. And that's across the river from Savannah. And apparently Mr. Wise was, was not a really nice guy. Like when he came over, he had this girl with him. And he claimed that it was his, some say he claimed it was his daughter-in-law. Some say he claimed it was his wife, but it doesn't matter because everyone found out she was an underage prostitute that he was basically kidnapping and like, yeah. Okay. The hell? So (laughs) there's that. What? The squirrels are gone. I fixed the one squirrel. His tail's back on him. So he's, (laughs) he's out there. I was going to bring him because he is now full and complete. You want me to go get him? I'll text Jonathan. Okay, listen. I'm just, I just want to throw this in really quick. I was driving over here, right? And then there was a squirrel and he was just chilling on the side of the road. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hit him. Oh my God, I'm going to hit him. And I was like freaking out, right? And then when I looked, he was gone. Like a magician. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. Oh my God. (laughs) So. I didn't see him run. Okay, anyway. It's because we magic. I identify as a squirrel. Ew, Today. Get, keep talking. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so basically, by all accounts, Mr. Wise is just this evil, tyrannical man. Like, he is impossible to work with. He's abusive. He rapes the indentured servants. Like, it's bad. It's bad. Okay? And he would even order certain servants... To bathe him and clothe him. Hmm. And Alice was one of them. And they, like, there was a story they talked about it that he picked Alice in front of her husband to just kind of humiliate him. Right. March 1st, 1734, William Wise is found dead in his house. His body was discovered by some of the servants. He was on the bed and his head was resting in a large bucket of water. With a neckerchief tied securely around his neck. It is a neckerchief because it's the one that looks like an ass, like that little ascot ones. A handkerchief goes in your pocket. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know that? No. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that either. Yeah, you did. Okay. She, I could see her knowing me. No way in hell. A neckerchief? Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It's like a tiny scarf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. And they used them a lot back then because they had them in their collars. Because their collars were extremely stiff. So they had it between their collar and their skin to keep it from scratching. Okay. Okay. I'm going to look this up later. Okay. (laughs) Neckerchief. Anyway. So. His head was in the bucket? uh It was full of water. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. His head was in a bucket of water and it was tied around his neck. So it looked like he was strangled and then into the water. Okay. He is... The first recorded murder in Savannah, Georgia history. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) One that's trying to very slowly flip a piece of paper. (laughs) He's discovered, but it was also discovered that Alice and her husband Richard were missing from the farm. So they were like, hmm, this is suspicious. Very, very suspicious. Because they're the only ones missing and everyone else is just running around frantic like, ah, he's dead! In the spring of 34, Richard and Alice 
apparently decided they couldn't take any more of his shit. Fair enough. It is said that while Mr. Wise was grooming him, I mean, what? That's his name. While they both were grooming him together, so Alice and Richard were grooming Mr. Wise together, Richard grabbed a bucket full of water, he held his head down. That's one story. Okay? And then they fled, they're hiding. Ironically, they are found on the Isle of Hope in Savannah, Georgia. They are brought into town. So, one story is the whole strangling him, putting his head in the bucket. This is the one that I like better, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, there, so obviously, um, Alice groomed him and took whatever she would cut his hair and shenanigans. The one story that a lot of the locals in Savannah really go with is that Alice was shaving Mr. Wise with a straight razor. And while she was shaving him, she... Sweetie Todd! Yeah! Split his neck open. Sorry. Sweetie Todd! Yes. (laughs) And this is why the neckerchief was wrapped around his neck. Oh! To stop the blood, but not really. keep his head together. Neckerchief. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But that is the story that I like better. Mm -hmm. Probably because it's... I don't know. I just like it. Anyway. um, So both Alice and Richard were convicted of the crime. And as they are getting ready to be hanged, it is found out she's pregnant. Ooh. So can they not kill her? We're getting there. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that confuse me is okay so alice and richard were just like we're innocent we didn't do it like we ran away because we just didn't want to deal with his shit anymore and it's just coincidence that all this shit went down on the same day would we be surprised Mm, no i could actually see them just having that shitty of luck somebody set them up yeah basically somebody was like oh shit they left let me Mm. kill this guy real quick yeah this is true so up until the moment they both died they were just like we're innocent we didn't do it the logic of the people at the time was even if they were innocent, they would still hang them because it would keep the other servants in line and not disturb the natural order of everything. So, and like they even said in the court records, they were like, even if you are innocent, you'll be consoled by God when you get there. Wow. I figured that. I figured that much would be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even though we did you dirty, God would make God has better. a special place for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they found out that Alice was pregnant, and everyone kind of knew slash speculated <clears throat> that the child was Mister Wise's kid because he raped her a lot. So they kind of figured that it was his child, and in a move to kind of pacify the Christians in the colony, her execution was held off until she gave birth. Mm-hmm. She gave birth. Baby was taken away from her. They said she had an extremely hard labor. Like, it was really, like, it took a long time, and it was bad. And it was literally, like, she had the baby. They took the baby away from her. And then they just got her all together and were like, come on, let's go. And they dragged her, literally dragged her to the gallows. 
So this is July 19th, 1735. They said the entire time she was being dragged to the gallows, she was asking just to see her baby one last time, and she was proclaiming her innocence the entire time. So as a further statement to deter the indentured servants, the Irish people of the colony, to not do what her and her husband had done, they left her body hanging there for three days. What the hell? While the crows pecked away at her eyes and her skin, they left her hanging from the gallows for three days. And they buried her in the gallows next, I mean, not buried in the cemetery, in the cemetery next to the gallows. And to kind of make this even spoopier, her baby died two weeks later. Oh, no. So they buried her and her baby and her husband all together in the cemetery next to the gallows. So this is where we're going to get into the the supernatural things. So after her death, there was an assortment of like spoopy kind of devious claims about her. The most notable one is the fact that she practiced witchcraft, but she didn't. She was just Catholic. She was an Irish Catholic, and there was a lot of anti-Catholic sentiment among the Protestants. So they feel like that was kind of just something that they had started that rumor. Another rumor was that she put a curse on Savannah before she was being hanged, like (laughs) hocus pocus. And they believe that... So in where the gallows are now, and which is also where the cemetery is... There's no Spanish moss on any of the trees at all. But everywhere else in Savannah, there's tons of Spanish moss all over these trees. And it is believed that the residual energy of the curse is why there is no Spanish moss. Interesting. So one of the legends says that Spanish moss will never grow where innocent blood has been spilled. Ooh. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, that's so weird. I mean, that's cool. It's creepy. (laughs) Tingly. Yeah. So, there, I'm gonna, this is like a really big section. Okay, FYI, this episode is gonna be long because I'm making up for spoopy season. Okay? Thank you. (laughs) So, a lot of people have claimed that the ghost of Alice Riley will appear to mothers carrying their infants in an attempt to take the infant away from them. Ugh. A lot of people say it's a little different. They will see a woman roaming around in period clothing, but no one thinks anything of it because Savannah, Georgia is kind of like when you go to... Colonial Williamsburg. Williamsburg, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yeah, like right. all of those places where they have the actors dressed right. in period. So no one really thinks anything of it. And they see a woman walking around looking for her baby. Uh Interesting. And some people say that her spirit will scream and cry out while looking for her son. And then when you turn around to, like, look to help her, she disappears. I don't know. This whole thing just gives me La Llorona vibes. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking, too. And I'm not okay with it. (laughs) Yeah, that's honestly what I was thinking, too. One report. These are kind of some stories and people who have had encounters with her. This is... A report, and these are actually in the newspaper, because this happens so frequently. So very often, tourists have called the Savannah police and reported a woman looking for her child in Wright Square. 
The officers that have been around for a while know about Alice, so they send the rookies out as a joke. They never find anything. <laughs> That's so bad. Up. Yeah. That's horrible, honestly. <laughs> so they never find anything. And even though she is often spotted in old-fashioned clothing, no one thinks anything of it because of the guided tours, like we said. So this is a quote. One of the many recorded incidents Instances of Alice making herself known is an eyewitness account of a woman named Rebecca. She worked as a bank teller in the mid-1990s and would often walk through Wright Square on her way home at the end of the day. One foggy winter night in 1996, Rebecca had just finished up a particularly late night and she found herself below the usually tranquil trees of the cemetery. Rebecca felt a sense of unease as she heard a voice suddenly begin calling for help. A gaunt, red-headed woman stumbled through the fog towards her. She was clearly in great distress with tears streaming down her incredibly pale cheeks. Rebecca was left stunned as the woman begged for help and explained that her baby was lost. Finally snapping out of it, Rebecca moved to help search, but not before noticing several deep purple bruises along the woman's throat. She insisted she would find help for the baby and the woman. As she looked over her shoulder, the woman was gone. Concerned, she called the police, and the nearest police cruiser came by, but it was quickly apparent that they could not help in the search, and the police officer explained to her the stories of Alice and that Rebecca probably saw her ghost. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you think after that? Like, I'm crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, if a cop is kind of like, nah, I don't know. Even if it was a cop being like, no, girl, you good. I'd be like, no, 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 no. No, no we're not good. Especially when she was walking at night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. No. And then one of the most common sightings of Alice is that she will be walking around, and they kind of just think it's just like... A random woman because she's walking around, but in her arms, she's carrying a bundle of Spanish moss like a baby. What? So what? she gets Spanish moss off of trees and carries it around like a bundled baby. Interesting. And that just reminded of me, uh, reminded of me, reminded me of me when I was little and I had my yarn baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh Remember? my god, yes. <laughs> my little yarn baby All that I babies. took everywhere. Oh my god, I, I forgot about baby. that. Yeah, my yarn baby uh. when grandma lived with us. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. A lot of people uh, have reported a feelings of a chill going down their spine and it radiates throughout their body. And the hair on their arms and the necks stand up straight as they feel a presence next to them. And no matter the temperature outside, the air around them will rapidly drop like they're being surrounded by a presence, even if they can't see her. A lot of the people say that the whole reason her spirit is stuck there was because of such her traumatic end and her just all of her emotional pain just transcends all of the time because... She went through all that abuse by the guy that she was indentured servant for. She's innocent. Well, she proclaimed her innocence and 
she had her baby. It was ripped away from her. And she, all she wanted was to see her child one last time. And then not to mention, after they hanged her and she died, they left her there for three days. Yeah, no, that's really messed up. I can't even. Yeah. But I don't know. That pissed me off. And I saw some pictures of her ghosty. I got pictures. I was going to say, like, real pictures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? Because when people... So... Yeah. Are they... They're not... Wait. They're not drawn. <laughs> it's not an illustration? Because I found an illustration of what's her name. Who did we do a couple weeks ago? The one that was, like... Sarah. Sally. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was an illustration of some... Proclaimed spiritualist who like saw her. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. I read now, about these that. These are actual camera photos of what like, up till like now. No way. Mm-hmm. Nope. Some people will see orbs <laughs> when they feel her presence. Other people will see her full-bodied apparition. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm not going. So. I'm sorry, Linda's client. I'm not going. <laughs> So, <laughs> the next place we are going to talk about is the Oglethorpe House. It is on 12 West Oglethorpe Street. And I do not feel bad throwing any of these names out here because y'all can just Google Savannah, Georgia, and it gives you the addresses and pictures of the homes. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> so, the house was built in 1898 as a private residence. And during this period that I'm going to be talking about, yellow fever was really big. Like, it was going around a lot. They had, I think they said, three outbreaks of yellow fever within... What exactly is yellow fever? I wanted to ask that, too. Is it because they get jaundice? We're getting there. Because I'm going to explain what yellow fever is. Yellow fever is a viral disease carried by mosquitoes. Okay. So it's very prevalent in the South, especially in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very big in some parts of Africa. But anyway, so there is a doctor. There are a lot of different accounts of his names. So I'm just going to call him the doctor. And he came into the town with the whole point of helping the people with yellow fever. Mm-hmm. And so him and his family lived in this house. And it was like every day he would go out and help the people who had yellow fever, and he would come home. So one day he came home, and he realized that the disease had made its way into his home. His youngest child had spiked a fever, and his organs began to shut down. Over the next couple of days, the doctor stayed home trying to save his child, but nothing happened. His child's skin turned yellow, and while the sickness was taking him over, he was vomiting up substance that was black as tar. Oh. And not too long after, his child fell into a coma, later passing that night. And the doctor was pretty fucking devastated because all of his years of training and helping all of these other people... And he couldn't help his kid. He couldn't help his kid. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not where the tragedy ends. One by one, the fever took hold of each of the family members. And they each died in the same exact manner as the son did as far did as the doctor passed from yellow fever too we're getting there oh god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so with every passing of his family member he tried as hard as he can to save his family with kind of neglecting the rest of the town which 
completely understandable. I was going to say, fair enough. Mm-hmm. They said that at this point, the doctor was kind of losing touch with reality. Like, he had servants in the house, and he was just, like, he was, obviously, you lose your entire family in a short span of time. Yeah. And what? No, no, no. It's okay. Just keep going. Yeah, okay. No, because I'm wondering, like, literally your whole family Mm -hmm. from something that you have been helping others, Mm -hmm. but your whole family just boop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's from what it said that a lot of the accounts of the people who are around him is he kind of just had this idea in his head. It just manifested that he was basically a mass murderer of his family. Because he was out there helping everyone, and he brought the disease into his house. He infected his family, and he feels like it was God punishing him for his vanity. Because instead of sending his family away where he knew they would be safe and away from him, Mm -hmm. he kept them there because he was like, no, it's fine, and I'll be able to help you because I'm helping other people with this disease. And so... Is this what we consider survivor's guilt? Yes. Okay. I just want to be sure. Okay. (laughs) So upon reflecting on his loss of all of his lovelies, they said he waited weeks and weeks. Like he went out and still, still started helping people again after people passed away, but he wasn't completely there. He never got a fever. He never got yellow fever. He never became infected. And he kind of was just waiting for it to happen to him. So then he could die. But it never happened. What? What? So he just, he wanted to die and he wanted to suffer because that's what he had happened to his family. Yeah. So he wanted, he more or less wanted to be punished because he couldn't find a way to save his family and also for surviving. So he went to the room of his youngest son and the room was empty except for the bed. He boarded up all of the windows and all of the doors. He felt he was undeserving of light. He locked himself in the room without food or w- food or water. And he stayed up there four days. And at this point, he's already in a weakened state. But he neglected himself of food or water. And he stayed up there till he died from malnutrition. He just starved himself to dead. death in the, the his heck? son's bedroom. Dear God. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sucks. Mm. Yep. Not not ideal. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So a lot of the neighbors of the abandoned house, because this house has, uh, I think about in like 2010-ish. So from the 1980s to 2010, this place was abandoned. So Mm -hmm. this is kind of in the time frame. Uh, a lot of people have heard claim, have heard sounds of banging pots, noises, just like in the house. But they knew the whole place was abandoned, and it was boarded up to the point where like people couldn't go in there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even if you tried, you you couldn't, especially with like the fencing that they had. Like there was no way. Yeah, and they would also see a man standing in windows. And he would be crying and screaming out in pain. So they would see a shadowy image or an apparition walking around the property grounds. Sometimes it would be a fully formed person. And they were like, it looks, he looked just like a normal guy going out for a stroll. So there was a couple. I think they said it was like in the 60s or 70s. 
they had moved, they wanted to move into this part of Savannah because their both of their families lived around there and they decided they were going to move into the house. And they had heard a lot of the cur- like a lot of the stories of the house, but they were like, "That's stupid! Like we're not superstitious." Yeah. So we're just gonna move here anyway. So it's said that they felt right at home, and the house is so big. Like if you see pictures of it beforehand, like before they renovated it, it's huge and it's gorgeous. But anyway, so they believe that it would be the perfect home for them <clears throat> to grow their family because they just had a baby right before moving in. And there was nothing wrong with any of them. They're all completely healthy. They're... Oh! A hiccup. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) They're all good. So, not too long after moving in, the baby developed jaundice. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the baby developed jaundice, and they tried getting that treated, and nothing for that jaundice treatment was working. Wait, what year was this? In the 60s 60s and 70s. Okay. The baby had a fever and his jaundice would not subside. And the symptoms, like their onset was intense. Like three days. What? Mm Mm-hmm. And the baby passed away within three days. My God. Mm Mm-hmm. And the mom blamed herself for everything that happened to the baby because... They said before they moved in there, there was nothing wrong with the baby. There had never been anything wrong. Like he was. A How old was the baby? Like a couple months old. Uh, they said about almost a year. Oh my gosh! Dear so Lord. they said that there had never been anything wrong. There was nothing indicated by the doctors. N- nothing had ever happened to this child until they moved into the house, and that's what happened. So the mom was overcome by her grief, and she really wasn't herself for the longest time. She had been out just like walking around the town, just trying to pull herself through her grief. And her husband couldn't find her. Like he knew that she wasn't home. Cause at this point after the baby died, they left the house and they were trying to sell it. And so they went to go stay with some of their family, but they couldn't find her. Like she wasn't anywhere in the house. So both of their families are out in Savannah. They are searching for her. And the husband is like, I'm going to go look at our house. I don't understand why she would be there, but I'm going to go look at our house. So he starts, he goes into the house and he's checking the house, the rooms one by one. And the, Fen, go lay down. So he's checking the rooms one by one. And he, it's reported that like when he was talking about it, he just kind of stopped at one of the doors and he was just like, no, no, like I just have this weird feeling, but that's not what this is. Like I'm totally fine. As he opened the door to his baby's nursery, he found that his wife had hanged himself in the room. Herself. Herself, my B. She had hanged herself in the room that was the baby's nursery. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And the baby's nursery was also said to be the same room that the son died in. That's what I thought. Which is the same room that That the doctor died in. Yeah. Mm -mm. What? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I was watching um, a show where they go to investigate Savannah, Georgia, and they were in that house. 
And it was like, the guy was just like, it's a really heavy presence in this area. Like, it's just so like, you just feel crushed by the sadness when you go into this part of the house. And I was just like, nope, nope, no, no. So that, so that's the Oglethorpe house. Y'all ever want to stay there? It's like a, I think it's kind of like a B and B right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but there's like a big restaurant in the bottom. Yeah. No. What? Who does that? Crazy people. <laughs> All of these places in Savannah are like that. It's like you literally any of the places within any of the squares, you can't really go to somewhere that isn't haunted. Well, I mean, because the. The way that, like, I'll show you maps, but the way that the town was constructed before they did all of the buildings and stuff that are there now, mm-hmm. half of those buildings are on top of where the cemetery used to be. I'm so good. I'm so good. And we're about to talk about Colonial Park Cemetery. You you over here and my client. I know, but when... Go? Okay, but there's a... Look at me. I actually got kind of far away from that mic, didn't I? <laughs> I got a squisher against the wall. <laughs> but, like, there's a difference between, like, how I asked, okay, well, is this, oh, my God, mm-hmm. is, is is this man malicious? Like, But when you're going somewhere and, like, you could die because of these spirits taking over you. No, I don't want that. I don't think the spirit ever took her over. I don't think that's taking over. It's the feeling of it. It's the feeling that they leave yeah. there, the presence uh-huh. that they leave there. It's like, it's the, like the, slowly creeping into you. your body. The girl at the college. Yeah. Okay. It's the feeling. I don't know. The feeling I of just sadness. think of like a demon coming into you. Okay. Just no, like, that's the possessions completely different. Yes. That's what I thought you were no. talking about. I'm Mm-mm. sorry. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I don't know these things. <laughs> this um. is why I'm here. <laughs> to learn. <laughs> Can um, learn today from, from non-professionals. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, non-professionals. But I'm just saying, like that. That mm, I can't even finish my sentence. No, I don't want to be overcome by sadness. I have that every day anyway. I don't want it more. <laughs> Aren't you medicated like me? No. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> no, my BG. <laughs> Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, we're going to talk now <laughs> about Colonial Park Cemetery. Cats and okay, bird. I can smell the blueberry now. That's a very blueberry. Mm-hmm. Now I want a blue lollipop. Me too. No, but that's not the same smell Mm-mm. taste. That's a raspberry. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so Colonial Park Cemetery was established in 1753. I was waiting for you to write. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I'm just writing as okay. I leisure. So it is. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so it is in the historic district of Savannah. It is just outside the city limits. For about 100 years, burials would take place here under the supervision of Christ Church. But 
even though they were doing the burials and supervising them, they did not keep good record of the people who were buried here. <laughs> oh, jeez. By the early 1760s, the cemetery had reached its capacity and had to be expanded. Three expansions were done in 1762, 1768, and finally in 1789. Jeez. Mm Mm-hmm. The cemetery was nearly six acres, and it was a square. Uh Uh-huh, make that face. So for the first 50 years, they didn't really keep record. They didn't start keeping actual record of burials until the early 1800s. So this place was established in 1753, and they didn't start taking record until the early 1800s. And this was after all their expansions. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that. (laughs) So... It is estimated that as many as 5,000 individuals have been buried here before any records were kept. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? In 50 years. Yeah. 5, they have tombstones people. and everything over these people, though? We're getting there. Oh, my gosh. Probably. By 1853, as many as 10,000 people were interred at this cemetery. There was no room to expand, so they stopped all... Expanding. Yeah. <laughs> there was no, there was no room to expand so they stopped all burials at this place and Laurel Grove Cemetery was opened as as a successor to the cemetery. Interesting. There are thousands thousands of graves here and there're only 600 tombstones. Wait. There's 10,000 people buried there and only 600 yes. tombstones. Holy crap. Mm. Can y'all take my body with you? <laughs> Where? Where are we going? I don't know. Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> I'm not being left. You being cremated? You better be. That's the only way I'm taking you anywhere. Uh, or maybe I'll just leave my parts with you guys. I don't know. <laughs> That's like that one picture Give that me your I femur. saw. Huh? <laughs> it's like this one picture that I saw and it was like, uh, my final wish was for my family <laughs> to scatter my scatter. remains around Disney, but I don't want to be cremated. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to be done during spooky season. <laughs> Listen, all I ask is that I'm I, okay. First off, what, I'm making a will and testament. Now y'all are hearing this. Okay. No, when I die, you will take pieces of my body and make them into jewelry. The rest of me, you can do whatever you want with. Like, bury it. Are you being cremated? cremated? You won't take pieces of my pinky and then put on a necklace? No. Who the fuck is going to cut your hand off? Lorraine, this is you. You better tell Lorraine I to do know. it. I <laughs> know. You didn't see my shifty eyes. I was like, I would. Anyway, continue. Oh, how do we past. make sure that you have passed? Poke me. Well, I mean... You don't wake up. Haven't you? Well, no. Okay, first of all, if she has no circulation and you go to do an autopsy incision and blood comes running out, that means she's alive because her circulatory system is still working. Oop. So if it comes out like molasses, she's dead? If it doesn't come out, she's good. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it's fine. I got this. And I'm... I feel sorry for your children. Because I ain't going to be alive when this happens. Wait, can we do the thing with our tattoos? What about that instead? I was going to ask, you want to make my tattoos in a paper? 
Yeah. <laughs> they do this thing where they preserve your tattoos. And we have more than enough tattoos where, like, I can give one to every person in our family. Ew. Who wants Who wants my one on my leg? My Pocahontas. You want it? No. I'm being creepy. They frame it. No. And they preserve it. I don't want any of it. Mm. You want my squirrel? No. Keep going with your story. Rude ass. Anyway. so weird. Patreon. Let me die. Get the fuck out of here. Why are we talking about this? Leslie's getting nervous. Okay. So, as yellow fever ravaged Savannah throughout the 1800s, there was three separate epidemics, as I said, and hundreds of people had lost their lives. So, this cemetery, the Colonial Park, was the final resting place for over 700 victims of yellow fever. Jeez. Mm. Hmm. But in all this time, the cemetery is a lot smaller now. It is not the six acres that it used to be. They have covered up or built on top of or paved over parts of the cemetery, which is why Savannah has earned the title, the city that lives upon her dead. I mean, yeah. Wait, so how much is, how, how much of the cemetery is left? Mm-hmm. I don't. It's- I don't want to know, but I want to know. It's about three blocks. What? What? Holy. No. No way. That's a lie. No, it's not. You want to see pictures of it? That's horrible. Yeah, I know. Are but they allowed to do that? The whole thing. We're well, gonna, they were supposed to be moving all the bodies. They were supposed to be moving the bodies. We talked about this earlier you in don't the episode. build on hollow ground. Yeah, well, they were supposed to be moving hollow? the bodies. Or hallowed. What? <laughs> hallow. Hallow. You hallow. said hallow. Hallow. Hallowed. It's hallowed. <laughs> now you guys can hear everything because we have her squished again. This is what she sounds like on the normal. <laughs> but you just hear it in the background like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so close. <laughs> I like it. So one of the most famous ghost stories to come out of here which has never been what is that word documented documented recorded something like that authenticated okay what i'll confirmed it's not a confirmed situation okay his name is renee rondelier r-e-n-e this is first name last name r-o-n D-O-L-I-E-R. His ghost is reported to have been seen walking through the cemetery or hanging from the hanging tree at night, which was towards the back of the cemetery back in the day. They say that in real life, Rene was a very large man standing almost seven feet tall. What? And (laughs) when did he pass? I don't know. I don't have. This is why I'm saying like this. Okay, it's, not it's substantiated. Okay. All right, it's a okay, okay. Okay, like a lot of people know of the story, but it's supposed. It's like an urban legend kind of thing. Gotcha. <clears throat> so it was said that one night Renee was caught not too long after murdering two young girls inside the cemetery. Oh my god! A mob was organized, found him, and lynched him. Did they go around the um, farmhouse? What? Huh? <laughs> Could they see her? <laughs> So he ran out the back. Oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> <That's so tall. laughs> 
stupid. <laughs> After Renee was hung by in the new in the new square. Oh my god. In the nearby square, uh, <laughs> like not too long after that, uh, residents of the area had reported seeing a large shadowy figure just walking around the grounds. And a lot of people call the cemetery Renee's playground. That's creepy. It's disgusting. I don't like that. No. I don't like that at I'm all. I'm not going there. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go to Savannah. By yourself. I don't like that. I don't think I want to go. About. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is going to be the last, like, establishment we talk about. And then I'm going to have, like, spoopy stories from people around Savannah. (laughs) This one's actually pretty short. This is called the Folly House. Foley? Folly? F-O-L-E-Y. It was built in 1869. By a very wealthy widow of Irish immigrant Owen Foley. It was originally a homestead. It was actually Savannah, Georgia's first ever bed and breakfast. Oh. Mm-hmm. And she built this new home to acquire more living space because she lived in the inn with her widowed son and his five children. So there were seven people in this house. After a while... You know, it was chill. Chill beans. Chill beans. The family lived in there. Whatever. Not too much had happened. As they are doing renovation in 1987. What? Almost a century. A century. I can't words today. Almost a century after this house was built, construction workers discovered human remains behind a wall. Whose were they? The skeleton has never conclusively been identified. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> mm. hmm. But he is said to kind of haunt the house because everyone feels a presence. And if you don't know, like, they renovated the house. And if you, like, no one actually knows where in the house they found them. But, like, they know it was found because it was in newspapers in the right. 80s. So, mm-hmm. like, they know it was an actual thing. But if you're in the house, like, everyone gets the same sensation around the one area. But it is said... That he is potentially a boarder who was there in the late 1800s while Miss Foley and her son lived there. Because he was a wealthy exporter. He was in Savannah on business. And a lot of people had seen him the day before. And then the next day, no one saw him. No one ever heard from him again. No one knew where he went. Interesting. But where did he go? In the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Oh, my God. So there's a lot of speculation that he was murdered for his money. And in order to hide the body, they just shoved him in the wall. But I'm thinking, okay, if you shove dude in your wall in your house, all the decomp from that is going to smell. That sweet, pungent smell of a body is going to come radiating through your wall. Gross. Sweet. I don't like the way that you you said sweet. (laughs) Sweet. Before I went back to (laughs) episode four, right? (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. Uh, I mean, seriously, and it's going to be dripping down your walls like some ooze out of Ghostbusters. Okay, whatever. What if they took all the bodily fluids out before they did that? I highly doubt that. You know how much trouble that would be. You don't know if he was a doctor of some sort. Her son? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they could have made some mutton. Ew. Cannibals. Duh. Cannibals. Cannibals. <laughs> That's so gross. I don't ever. Let's <laughs> never talk about mutton. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, we are now going to get into stories from visitors. This is going to be your story. Yeah. My story. Okay. So, this is from a woman named Linda and her daughter were visiting Wright Square in the spring of 2005. This is a quote. We were leaving the square when my daughter heard, heard footsteps behind her. She stopped and turned around, but saw nothing. As I turned around and looked at her, she started to come towards me when we both heard the footsteps again. She stopped and turned around, but again, nothing was behind her. She continued walking, and then so- suddenly, all of a sudden... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she continued walking, then all of a sudden, something came up and hit her backpack. She turned around and just snapped a picture. Later, Linda described the photograph her daughter had taken, and there was an orb. It was huge and round, and it was also white and transparent right behind her. (laughs) No. Sometimes I see orbs, and I don't know. (laughs) Are those your eye floaters? No, 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 because I know what those look like. (laughs) (laughs) They're very distinct. I haven't actually seen those in a while. But then again, I'm usually not the passenger in a car. And that's when I would see them. Oh, my God. Because I would, like, look out the window. In the sun. In the sun. Oh, this idiot. And then close my <laughs> eyes and then there Maybe if you be. just start wearing sunglasses, it would get better for you. I mean... I wear sunnies. Okay. Well, then it shouldn't be an issue. No, but I'm I'm saying that's what I used to do when I wanted to see them. You wanted to see them? It's not a good <laughs> oh thing to see them. Oh, my God. If you see too many, you're supposed to go to the doctor because you're... Oh, anyway, Jesus, God. And then you would, like, flick your eyes up, and then they would float up, and then they would squiggle down. (laughs) (laughs) When Leslie goes blind at 40, we all know why. I don't do it anymore. This was a long time ago. And maybe that's why I needed glasses at, like, 20. No, because I didn't do that, and I still need glasses. That's because you're just blind. I know. And then... My eye doctor screwed up my contacts prescription shape and it messed up my eyes even more. Asshole. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Wear sunnies. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Just don't put sunscreen in your eyes. That hurts. Mm. So I found this from a book. Oh, so that was it. She just snapped a picture and that was it. Yeah, okay. that was one of them. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so this is a local historian. Her name is Rebecca Clark. But this is a story about her friend, James. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Lies. Other way around. So it is Rebecca Clark. This is her story. And she was talking to her friend, James, who is a person who does ghost tours in the city of Savannah. And she was kind of just talking to him about it because he was writing a book. Got it? Got it. So. One night. Sorry. I just like doing that because of Linda. So the encounter occurred one night when she was driving by Wright Square and she had picked up an unwanted ghostly hitchhiker. Huh? I was returning to my car one evening and as soon as I reached it, I knew something bizarre was happening. When I opened my door, I felt a rush of icy cold air gush out, even though it was a very steamy Savannah summer night and the car had been sitting for several hours. I felt a presence so 
presence so strong, I literally looked around to the front seat to see if someone was crouching there out of view. Of course, there was no one there. At least, they weren't physically there. Anyway, I started my engine and I began to drive, all the while expecting to see someone sitting in the back seat when I looked into my rearview mirror. I actually stopped at a red light and got out of the car for a moment. Now, this was not the best neighborhood, but I actually felt safer on the street than I did in my own car. I got back in when the light changed and I made my way back home. But I never lost that feeling of being watched by some unfriendly presence. Once I pulled into my driveway, I got out of my car as quick as I could and I locked up and I went to bed. My golden retriever ran to me on the bed and after that strange experience, I was just glad for some company. But even Bella started acting odd. She hid under the covers, which is totally unlike her, and then it happened. Down the hall in the study, Every single electronic device went haywire. The television, the VCR, the stereo, the computer. (laughs) I'm moving. Everything turned on by itself and began to blare. I was so frightened. I have had numerous experiences with ghosts and whatnot, but nothing like this. All I could do was close the bedroom door. I wasn't going in there. And one look at Bella cowering underneath the covers told me she wasn't going in there either. Whatever or whoever that strange spirit was, they had not only followed me home, but they were now in my office. The next morning, after the strange incident in my car, I woke up and I went to check my office. She fell asleep? Mm-hmm. She fell asleep? Mm-hmm. Rebecca. <laughs> you fell asleep? <laughs> no. <laughs> How? (laughs) (laughs) Adrenaline was so much. She just passed out. (laughs) 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 A bug flew by my head. (laughs) So the next morning, she found that everything was as it should be. All the lights were turned off. Everything's good. It was like nothing had ever occurred the night before. But... Was her dog okay? Like, walking through the house later? (laughs) It doesn't say. She doesn't say anything about it. I would find a different way home. So, a few days later... So, I'm assuming it was kind of like the weekend or something. Who knows? She went to return downtown. And this is where the rest of her story goes. Okay? As soon as I opened my car door, I figured out where the entity was. Because it wasn't in my house anymore. They were waiting in the car. I felt that same icy blast of air, even though my car would have been hot just like any other day. The whole ride downtown, I tried to talk to the spirit. Anyone seeing me talking to no one would have figured I was singing along to the radio or something. But I basically told whoever it was that I was going back downtown and they could just get out whenever they wanted. As soon as I got near Wright Square, I felt them leave. And that was the last experience I ever had with them. No. This this thing just wanted to go and party. It just wanted to play with some lights. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can they really do that? Yeah. Go, just go and chill in your car and then go wherever you're going and follow they you. They can attach to you. I was going to say, if they attach to you. That's literally what you no. guys tell me about all the time. That I have my issues everywhere I go because it follows me and not within the house itself. Yeah. That's why I always have issues wherever I go. But my attachment's a cat. 
I have a familiar. Lennon just has problems. Basically. Okay. Did you like my spoopies? N- no. <laughs> that was my last That spoopy. last one was no. <laughs> I am not going. I'm not driving through Wright Square. <laughs> it's I not don't even- want even even three blocks left that's that 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 pisses me off because again six six acres to three blocks that's a lot of land covered that's a lot of especially what you said that they were unknown Mm -hmm. so many of them were unknown and then now it's like they're really unknown because their bodies are just covered who does that assholes savannah Savannah, Georgia, the government. <laughs> My God, that's horrible. Yep. I hate people. Ow. So much. Nope. I dare you bury over my or cover my grave. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches be coming back real quick. Look how quickly you know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> coming for you. Okay. But yeah, that was the end of my, my shenanigans. Oh my god. I thought it was pretty chill. I didn't think it was too bad. It's definitely a lot going on over there. I do have to say. Mm -hmm. So that was only just one square of Savannah. Like, uh, so right square is the oldest one. It was founded, but there are eight squares in Savannah, Georgia. That are all <laughs> that are all neighboring right next oh to each gosh. other. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Oh my god! It's like when you go down and it's just like we're in this square, and then we go like a couple miles down the road, and now we're in this square. But it's all like, did you guys build over all? Like, is every square built over graves? Because now I'm concerned for you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Lorraine shaking her head. Yes, <laughs> that's why Savannah, Georgia, is the city that. Never sleeps. Yeah. (laughs) That lives on her dead or whatever the heck I said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Changes to builds on the bodies of their dead. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Uh, Yep, yep. Y'all got issues. I'm just, I'm still on this ghost hitchhiking. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Where are we going? (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Flying through every red light. (laughs) (laughs) In Savannah. (laughs) Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. What's a good ghost deter? Sage? Do I just keep sage in my car? Oh, no. You don't keep it in your you car? Like, I got to light that shit up every time I get in. <laughs> no, you're Toke supposed it. to. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. And also... I can send you. I can send you some stuff because, like, I'm not planning on going anywhere anytime well, soon. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, like, you should probably do it in your house. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I didn't make any faces. Why does she always do that to me when I talk about things? Just do it no, in your because house. You guys fucking see shit, and I don't. Just do it in your house, and I'll send you stuff. I didn't see anything. We're not going to use sage because garlic. What the fuck, you vampire, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, that's not even actually supposed to work. <sighs> I have a lot of sterling silver. Is that why I keep on wearing this? So then I can... <laughs> that's a werewolf. Silver bullets is a werewolf. I'm confused. If you want to... The skin of a vampire, it's supposed to be a cross. You need to get your legends together. 
This is not my forte. <laughs> I can tell. Clearly. This um, is why you have me here. <laughs> um, but no, I can send you this thing. It was an article that I was reading. It's from the land of our people. It's Is that what it's called, or are you legit saying it's from the land of our people? It's from the land of our people. Like, okay. I'm calling it that. Okay. It's an Do indigenous to- Mexican cleansing ritual. I mean, yeah, I, that I understand. Mm-hmm. Leslie, you're fine. Shut up. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I know. Just, just do I'm like mommy okay. does and take take the the holy candles and just kind of like and the egg yolk. Yeah. And then you cook Ew, it. Have you she ever? She has not done that since Lydia was born. She did it to Nadia. When? My mom's done it to I me recently. Remember. It's just oh, you don't just... ask for it. And Miss Isa well, and my no. mom did. Remember? Okay. Okay. So we're gonna get personal real quick. So I have like really bad anxiety and depression and my mother took me down to her best friend's house and they did like this whole Hispanic voodoo. Yes. yes. They did this whole like bruja moment and I'm sitting there and I'm like, cause they incensed me and all this stuff yeah. and using the eggs and the candles in my face. Girl, I because the whole mess. thing is like <laughs> when you do the eggs and you're like, do you fry them afterwards? No, you, you don't throw them away. You're, well, technically what you're supposed to do, okay, from, but you're supposed to like, right, basically go over you, do all of that. And depending what you're trying to cleanse out of you, you crack the egg, you open it and you see what the egg looks like after your cleanse. And if people are like, what, possessed or something like that, the egg is actually supposed to have black splotches in it. And that's the demon being attached to that egg. Yuck. Or that possessing spirit is Does like that, really that. happen? Huh? Yeah. The, 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 like, but it's not pepper. No. <laughs> <laughs> like no. the egg itself will turn black. The inside. So when you crack it and open it, like it's black. Mm-hmm. And depending on how bad that spirit is inside of you, will like the whole egg will be black, or it'll just be like some spots. Okay. Yeah, but mom Girl, used to do to it. Attention. Mom used to do it. To, I know she used to do it. No, no, no. I'm saying to um Children. because yeah. When like everything happened with me when everything was going on and all of that stuff, like that really bad time. And when she was having the night terrors, when she like you're not supposed to touch them, you're not supposed to wake them up because right. they can't they won't be able to tell the difference between their dream and I know. yeah. So and then she was sleepwalking. Remember how we would find her different parts of the house? Yeah. So mom, every night for I think like two weeks, would take a holy candle and would pray over her while she was like falling asleep. We would lay her down in her bed and she would do the sign of the cross and pray over her and all that stuff. And then after the two weeks was done, never again. Never had an issue. Crazy. Yeah. Girl, get closer to your mic. She, she has no, crazy. She has no recollection of it. By the way, I've asked her recently, like within the past month, and she has no recollection of any of that whatsoever. Like we were talking, she was like, "I did that," and I was like, "Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you little freaky baby." And she was like, "I am so sorry. I probably scared you." I said, "No shit." Scaring's <laughs> <laughs> not even the word. I love your daughter. She's so cute. Okay. Yeah. So today's missing person. From Georgia is Morgan Erin Bauer. She is 19 years old. She's 5'6, 130 pounds. She's got brown hair and green eyes. 
flew into Atlanta Airport on February 12th, 2016. She worked for a short time as an exotic dancer in Gainesville, Georgia, and then returned to Atlanta. Uh, she was seen near the Cheshire Bridge Road on February 25th, but has not since been seen. Although she was active on social media on February 29th, 2016. Which doesn't really say anything because as you guys know, if you leave that shit logged in, anybody can do it. But anyway, if you have any information, please call the Atlanta Police Department, the Missing Persons Unit at 404-546-4235. Also, 911, as we all know. Oh, I guess not because other countries have different numbers. But Yep, and a gay, a, a gay, oh my god, what is <laughs> wrong with me? And again, the uh, missing person's name is Morgan Aaron Bauer, and we will have a picture posted. Thanks, guys. Sorry my episode was so long. It wasn't that bad. No. Thank you. My spoopy, <laughs> my spoopy, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. My spoopy season. I'm going to do more spoopy things. Because I've, like, I was so upset yesterday because I'm, like, so sucked into all of my spoopy research. And I'm just, like, oh, yeah. And then Linda calls Jonathan. And he's, like, come on, babe. We're going to Panera with Linda. And I'm, like, no. I don't want to go. I'm in my spoopy research. He's, like, let's go. <laughs> so they took me away from all of my research. And I was so sucked in. <laughs> But then I was watching. Now you have no motivation. No, I was. I've been. I'm. I've been. I'm getting sucked into all of my parent. Remember how I used to just only watch paranormal things. So I'm gonna start having night terrors again, y'all. Just better get your eggs and your candle ready. Yeah. Just keep a rosary with you. I literally have one everywhere I go. Like I have. Well, I have like a whole bunch of crosses, but I don't keep them up anymore. They keep falling down. It's weird. Mm. Like, literally, they will be hang. I have moved them to different parts of that in my house. that's weird? What? Ooh, I just <laughs> but, yeah, they'll be, like, different parts, especially on the first floor. Like, I have them on different walls. I'll have the nail. And it's not the nail that you comes out the it- wall. It's the cross that falls off. So, I'm like, let's just not do this anymore. Well, it's more like the crucifix. What if you paint one onto your wall? I'm going to get Daddy to do it. I want to see that happen. <laughs> Next thing you know. that one piece of like paint just comes oh my god what if it like burns my house down let's not yeah let's not also we're not allowed to talk about it but we got something cool coming that's all i gotta say teaser teaser we're not allowed to talk about it oh yeah let's not talk about it yeah well i'm not talking about it i'm just saying yo shit is cool Oh, wait, can we talk about the one, though? What about the one? Write it down on your piece of paper. Oh, that would be smart. Jesus. The Discord? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know, like, if we were going to talk about it now or wait until... We kind of have a Discord going on, yeah. but it's currently just the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe maybe soon we'll actually... Well, well let other people if you in. are interested in being in a random little Discord group with us... Just, like, message us on our Facebook page or any of, like, our Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and we'll 
We'll send it to you. Well, I was gonna say, our account is it is we can post it on Facebook. I was if gonna say, do we have to. the ability to like post it in the stores or stuff like that, like a link or something, so yeah. that way you guys can kind of join in with us, actually talk with us, kind of, you know, yeah, put your ideas out there, information. Like I, I mean, I don't know if we ever say it, but if you guys know things about stories that we've previously done or find out things or any corrections, yeah, any corrections, anything like that, because again, like we say, we are not professionals. We are just doing this kind of out of our like little little live kind of thing so if you guys know anything if you guys have anything to add anything that you want to change we can do like we're not opposed to that so it's just a way to reach out and kind of talk to us talk to other people other listeners other little creeps out there yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's about it the live chat one-on-one yeah and you can see all of our ridiculousness that happened before anyone else came. (laughs) no i'm gonna lock that down once you make me an admin you are an admin. admin i wasn't allowed to do anything I weird. made you an admin. The okay. three of us have yeah. full rights to it. It was like, be careful. This is a dangerous <laughs> setting. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. As long Delete as just- the whole server. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> this is why I'm not touching anything. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, have a good week, everybody. Bye. We'll see you soon. Hopefully, we'll be talking to you guys. I feel like we might throw up the Discord prior to this goes out, though. So... The end. Um, <laughs> maybe, potentially. Who knows? <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My dog touched her. All right, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!